Hello, Horror Nights In family, and welcome to another episode of Horror Nights In podcast. I am your host, Crystal, and on this podcast, we talk about old horror, fresh horror, my life, and of course, Roxy is here as my co-host. Also, for more behind-the-scenes horror content from me, make sure you guys are following me on my socials, Twitter at HorrorDaddiesRUs, Instagram at HorrorNightsIn. Also, to watch the recording of this podcast, head over to my YouTube channel at HorrorNightsIn. I also put a new episode of the podcast out every other Monday and new YouTube videos every single Wednesday. Thank you guys if you're listening and watching the recorded podcast. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to Horror Nights In Podcast. Scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Here's Johnny! You're gonna need a bigger boat. The boogeyman is real. And you found him. So guys, it is officially fall, and if this is the first time you're listening to my podcast, I'm just going to explain a little bit about myself. Um, Obviously, my name is Crystal, and I also live on the East Coast. I live in Pennsylvania, um, outside of Philadelphia, and it is finally starting to get chilly. Let me check my phone. I can tell you what the current temperature is at the moment. And it is, come on, face ID. It is currently, gosh, this is very anticlimactic. It's currently 64 degrees and it's a low of 45 degrees tonight. So you're welcome for the weekly weather report. Um, But anyway, it is nice and chilly. Um, It is brisk in my apartment. I keep my windows open. If you are watching this, hello, YouTube. My window behind me is currently usually, well, it's closed right now, but it's usually open. There's a nice little fall breeze. The curtains like to flow in the wind. Um, It's really nice. And fall, of course, is my favorite season for many reasons other than, of course, Halloween. But I also love it because it's my birthday. So my birthday is November 13th. And this year, it's on Friday the 13th. And I don't know what is better for my brand (laughs) than having my birthday fall on, on a Friday the 13th. Like... How freaking cool is that? I'm so excited for my birthday this year. My friends and I, we're going to go to a cabin. It's not going to be like the cabin in the woods, which I was actually watching before I started recording this. Um, I've also been on a uh, hostel binge. I watched uh, the first one yesterday, and then I followed it up with the second one today. I don't know what it is about Eli Roth's films, but um, I really do enjoy them. I know a lot of people aren't really into the whole torture porn thing, but for me, I don't know what it is about it. I love it. I think I like the second one better than I like the first one. Um, going off on a little bit of a tangent in the beginning of this, but you know, it's my podcast. I can do whatever I want, but I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I hope that whatever you're doing right now, um, 
you are having a great day. And yeah, so just like in the last episode, we have new segments of the podcast. The first segment is where I chit-chat about a Shudder horror film that I watched this week, and I'm calling it A Sec with Shudder. So in no way am I affiliated with Shudder, maybe one day. Shudder has so many interesting and unique horror films to watch, and I wanted to challenge myself to watch more. So uh, last week, I watched the film Starry Eyes. So this film follows a struggling actress slash waitress who finds herself auditioning for a film with a producer who asks her to recreate a very real mental breakdown. Sarah finds her life and her body breaking down in horrific, violent ways. A demonic horror study anchored by a dynamic performance, Starry Eyes is also, strangely enough, a perfect encapsulation of the life of a struggling artist in Los Angeles, where sometimes you have to sell your soul to the devil to achieve your dreams. The second segment is what's in the horror news. Basically, I chat about anything new and exciting that's going on in the horror film world. So this week, we were graced with the trailer for The Craft Legacy, which is, of course, the sequel to our beloved treasure of a film, the 1996 The Craft. So um, in this one, we are following a group of four young girls as they discover the worlds of magic and how it can help yet hinder their lives. I did do a full review of the trailer on my YouTube channel, so go check that out if you're interested. And if you're watching this, I put it in the link in the description box below. Also, just a short little thing, I am wearing a brand new sweatshirt today, which I got. I'm so excited. I love it so much because you guys know, obviously, Roxy is my spirit animal and my co-host at the same time. <laughs> um, so, speaking of the craft... Um, that brings us into the topic of today's episode, where I will be talking about witches and films centered around witchcraft. There are definitely a lot of interpretations and definitions of witches and witchcraft, so I just wanted to have a little fun episode today. There's nothing really to mental health about this. I just wanted to talk about it because it is spooky season and a lot more people are coming into our lives and asking us what is the best horror films because I really feel I was actually just on Twitter um, right before I got on here and I retweeted something that was really funny and it was basically like, um, this is what happens during the, this is the time of the year when everybody that you know comes to you and asks you which horror film they should watch. Um, so I thought that was really funny and, and, I, and I do relate to that because I do have a lot of people that will text me around Halloween time and be like, hey, like what movie should I watch tonight? And I'm just like, well, how traumatized would you like to be? <laughs> so getting back into the subject of witchcraft. So as I said, there's a lot of different interpretations. There's a lot of definitions of it. So basically... In its most basic form, witchcraft or witchery is the practice of magical skills, spells, and abilities. Witchcraft is a broad term that varies culturally and socially and thus can be difficult to define with precision. There are so many different types of witches as well. You have the traditional witches, you have kitchen, green, cosmic, wicca, and there's so many more. I mean, I went down in a crazy rabbit hole of trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to talk about when it came to witchcraft because I think 
I am not an expert on this. I'm just going to say that right now. Like there is no part of me that has really ever studied this, but I always found it so fascinating, so interesting. I've read books about it. I've watched a ton of YouTube videos about it. I've talked to people that are practicing witches. Um, you guys know that I love the aesthetic of it. I love um, anything to do with meditation and manifestation. Uh, I do believe in crystals and I believe in crystal. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's, the, you know, I like I said, I believe in harvesting intentions, meditation, manifestation. There are so many things that I find are similar to the way that I live that are like witchcraft in the mornings. You know, I like to just wake up in the morning and, um, meditate, manifest things. Um, I do have crystals. Um, I do believe in some of the rituals. There's actually a book coming out November 1st that I want to get. Um, it's, I can't think of the name of it right now because obviously I'm just speaking right off the cuff here. Um, but it's a really interesting book and it's basically an introduction to, um, I don't want to say witchcraft. I, I, it's, it's not, it's a little bit different, but, um, I will, um, link the book in the description box below or in the show notes, if you guys are interested in it, because I just think it's, it takes it a little bit further than manifestation. Um, so with that being said, why don't we talk about some of the films that have centered around witchcraft? So first film I want to talk about is The Love Witch. So if you guys follow me on my Instagram, which you should be doing already, um, you know that I love the aesthetic of this film so much. It is so beautiful and aesthetically pleasing to just look at. So basically the film, it was released in 2016 and the film is set in the 1960s with the acting style and the film quality that definitely fits the time period. Um, it basically is this, this very daft social satire skewers, second wave feminism film. Um, it actually, it, it scored a 6.2 on IMDb and a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the film stars, uh, Samantha Robertson. It was written and directed by Anna Biller. So the film pretty much follows Alina. She's a beautiful young witch who uses her powers to make men fall in love with her. I love this film. Um, but it did get a lot of backlash. Um, but I mean, you can't really tell that when you look at the ratings, but I know I was reading reviews and things like that. And a ton of people weren't super, it wasn't super, super popular in my audiences. Um, it's just, it just took the approach of this very aesthetically pleasing 1960s. And you kind of just got to take it for what it is. You know, as horror fans, I really feel like we, we, set the bar high when it comes to the films that we love, but we'll pretty much watch anything. Um, you know, like there's, there's some films you guys know that I'm just not a fan of. And there's some genres, um, that are within the horror that I'm just not a huge fan of, but for the most part, you know, we're pretty laid back. We're pretty easy. We're not, I mean, there's a select group of us who are very, you know, opinion judgmental, but I mean, that happens in any community that you're in. But for the most part, everybody that I've talked to within the community, we're very open to a lot of different types of films. And I really, really think The Love Witch is one of them. You kind of just, like I said, you just got to take it for what it is. Um, it also just has some like really amazing one-liners. There's one that I'm thinking of right now. And she said, of course it didn't work out because he's a Pisces. <laughs> and I feel like you can kind of put that into any kind of your life, you know, 
part of your love life, you can say, oh, it didn't work because he's an Aquarius and I'm a Scorpio or something like that, you know, um, or it didn't work out because, you know, he's a Capricorn or he's a Gemini, you know, so I, I, I love that one line. I think it's great. Um, I mean, the costumes, the makeup, the eyeshadow, the shot making, the colors, um, the delivery of the whole thing was just, it was just so much fun to watch. Um, not like, not my favorite, but it was, I just like it because like I said, I find the world of witchcraft and, you know, Wicca and all things like that. Just so, so fascinating. I think that it is amazing that, you know, women and men can find, you know, guidance and find, you know, the way to live their life within this religion, so to speak. Um, and I am religious. I am. Um, but I do find I'm very accepting, of course, of other people's views and things like that. So um, I I just I really like this film. I like watching it. I like putting it on in the background. Actually, the first time I watched this film, I was like, how have I never even heard about this film before? It's it's old. And then I was like, oh, it was released in 2016 and it was made to look like it was old. So I guess the writer and director, she definitely got me on that one. So congrats to you, Anna. <laughs> So the second film I want to talk about is, of course, The Witch. Uh, this film was released in 2015. Um, it is a genuine horror story based in New England in the 1630s. Uh, strange things start happening on a family's remote farm, and they become suspicious of their teenage daughter. So this film is, uh, it scored a 6.9 out of IMDb. Uh, and a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. So this film stars Anna Taylor-Joy, and it was directed, of course, by Robert Eggers. Um, if you've seen this film, then you know that it's definitely a little bit of a slow burn in the beginning, but then all of a sudden it just goes absolutely bananas. So I'm going to be honest with you guys, because I always am. It took me maybe three times to finally watch this entire film. First time I sat down and watched it, I wasn't a fan of it. I was like, I, I don't understand why so many people like this movie. I don't understand why everybody is ranting and raving about it, why everybody thinks that this film is great. I honestly was like, I don't know if I can do it. So then I then I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this anymore. So I stopped. My attention span was gone. So then a couple of weeks later, I was like, all right, maybe I should try it again. Same thing happened. I was like, I just, I can't get into this film. I can't get into this film. So finally, finally, I think my sister finally was just like, Crystal, you have to sit down and watch it. So I was like, all right. So I watched it finally for a third time and I'm glad that I watched it. I, I, I do like it. Is, is it a, is it a film that I'm going to like keep going back to and be like, oh, I want to watch this film? No, it's, it's not. But, um, I did really like it. There were definitely some parts in there that were a little crazy, if you know, you know what I'm talking about, if you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. If you were having the same problems as I did, where it was just really such a, kind of a slow burn, um, then it just keep going. You know, get yourself through it. Um, because once you finish it, it, it will be worth it in my opinion. But then of course I know a lot of people who loved it, who were, who, who were just like, I can't believe that it took you three times to watch this film. It's so good. It's so good. But like, that's the thing about horror films. That's the thing about any films is that sometimes I'm going to sit here and love a film and somebody else is going to hate it. I mean, I can't tell you how many people hate Rob Zombie's Halloween and Halloween too, and how, how much I love it. <laughs> 
And I know if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a long time, then you know that I'm a huge fan of Rob Zombie. So this comes as no surprise, but it's the same thing. I mean, if people have differences of opinion when it comes to movies, it happens all the time. But just remember to stay true to what you like. If you really like The Witch and you thought it was a fantastic movie and you watch it all the time, that's amazing. I'm like, keep going, keep doing it. But it's the same thing. Like, like the other night, um, the first film that I watched on October 1st was House of Thousand Corpses. I do it pretty much. It's how I kick off my spooky season for October is October 1st. I watch House of Thousand Corpses and I watched it and I probably seen the film hundreds of times, but I love that movie. Not a lot of people like it. So, (laughs) all right. So next, of course, You guys already know I have to do the craft. So this film was released in 1996 and it centers around four teenage girls who practice witchcraft for their own benefit and often against people who harm them. So this film scored a 6.4 on IMDb and a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. And of course it stars the iconic cast of uh, Robin Tooney, Feruza Balk, Nev Campbell, and Rachel True. And it was directed by Andrew Fleming. You guys already know how I feel about the craft. Everybody knows how I feel about the craft. Everybody knows that I love this movie so, so, so much. I did an entire podcast on it with my friends on Don't Fuck With The Original Podcast. Um, We did an entire episode on it just talking about how amazing it is and how iconic it is. Um, So I love it so much. It is a treasure in my home. I have it on DVD. I have it on VHS. I have it already saved on, I have it saved on my computer. Like there's just, this film is, it's a lot, means a lot to me. So that's why I'm very curious when um, the new one's going to roll through. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but of course, as always, I keep an open opinion. I keep an open mind about things. So I guess we will see. Um, but like I said, I, I really feel like this film is just so amazing, just perfection from beginning to end. And you guys already know this, especially if you've been following and listening to me for a long time. So next is another favorite of mine, which is the Blair Witch Project. Uh, released in 1999, this film, this film, um, centers around three film students who disappear while working on a project documenting a local legend, none other than the Blair Witch. Their equipment and footage was all that was left behind, and that's what viewers watch in this one. So this film scored a 6.5 on IMDb and an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes, and of course the stars Heather Donahue, Michael C. Williams, and Joshua Leonard, and it was directed by Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez. Um, So... You guys know how I love found footage films. Found footage films have a very, very special place in my heart. Um, And this was definitely one of the first ones of its kind. This film took everything by storm. I mean, I actually, a couple weeks ago, I was having dinner at my uncle's house. And my cousin and I were talking about the Blair Witch Project and how for so long, everybody thought that this was true. All, everyone, you know, you went to the, to the website and this was before social media. This was before, you know, actors and actresses and celebrities had social media. So in order to find somebody, you really 
couldn't in a way. I mean, you could Google them, but whenever you Googled their names, it would take you to the website and on the website, I remember going to it and it would, it would just be the, the missing, uh, posters of the three people that were, you know, the, you guys know what I'm saying. (laughs) It would be the missing posters of the cast members. So a lot of people assumed that this was real, that they were watching real footage. And I think, For me, at least, sometimes the Blair Witch legend kind of gets lost in what's going on. Um, And a lot of people just remember, you know, oh, it's a bunch of kids who get lost in the woods. But the legend behind it is actually about a witch. And, oh man, I really want to watch that movie now. I'm probably going to watch it as soon as I'm done with this. (laughs) Um, But I really feel, and then of course there was a sequel, which I like to pretend doesn't exist. I know there is a lot of people out there or there are a lot of fans out there who have really liked the second one. I think it's called the book of shadows, which I'm just not a fan of. I tried and I was like, what is this garbage? And I had to turn it off. So uh, I had to watch the original one again to cleanse my minds. And unfortunately that's how I'm going to, I feel like that's how I'm going to feel with the craft. I feel like I'm going to watch the craft legacy And then I'm going to be like, oh my God, what did I just watch? And I'm going to have to be like, I need to get that out of my mind and watch the original. I'm hoping not though. Like I said, I'm trying not to have any preconceived notions, but the craft is so important to me. But anyway, we were talking about the Blair Witch Project. Um, Love this film. 10 out of 10 in my book. I've seen it a million times. This is actually one of the only films that my dad, so if you've been listening for a while, my dad is one of the reasons that I got into watching horror movies. Um, He would always be reading Stephen King books and watching scary movies. My mom also loved watching scary movies as well. Um, So thank you to the parents for that. (laughs) Um, But this was... This is probably one of the only films that truly scares him. And he watched it, I believe he watched it in the movie theater, so I could be completely wrong on this. But I know that he's seen, he's, he's seen the film before, and I know that it scares him. So the first time I watched this film, I was a little shaken up, um, especially the last scene, because I just remember when it ended. I was younger. I was probably maybe like 18, 19, 20s. Um, And I just remember the last scene and I'm like, no, like, I want to know what happens. Like, what's going on? But of course, that's the magic of making a movie like this is because you don't know what happens and you're stuck with it. Um, So that's how I feel about the Blair Witch Project. (laughs) Um, So next, of course, we have is Practical Magic. So this film was released in 1998 and it stars Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, who played two witch sisters living with their aunt. They struggle to use their powers for love to bring back a boyfriend who unexpectedly died. So this film was directed by Griffin Dunn, scoring 6.3 on IMDb and 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I remember my mom really liked this film a lot because she liked Sandra Bullock. And I remember the first time that I watched it, I was really confused as to what was going on. And I thought it was so creepy that there was like this dead dude on their kitchen table Um, but I feel like overall it's a classic, even though it did rank really low on Rotten Tomatoes. But I mean, once again, that's a conundrum of being a horror fan. Sometimes a film that we love just ranks really low. Um, will I say that this is one of my favorites? No, but I do enjoy watching it. I really feel like it brings back some nostalgia and it's really cool to see two like, you know, like bona fide actresses play witches in a film like this. Um, so, you know, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman are like household names at this point from all the things that they've been in. Um, 
So it is really cool to to revisit this film and see them because they're much younger. Um, and, of course, it's a movie about witches and having powers and, once again, making men fall in love with you, which is, unfortunately, a stereotypical thing to think because we're not doing spells out here to make you dudes fall in love with us. Sorry. <laughs> Um, all right. So next is Suspiria and I want to talk about the remake. So the remake was released in 2018 and it centers around a young American dancer discovers something sinister happening behind the scenes at the prestigious German dance company that she joins Dakota Johnson stars in this remake of the 1977 supernatural horror film. So the film scored a 6.8 on IMDb and a 66 on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so I remember, being in my old apartment, I texted my sister and I was just like, should I watch the new Suspiria? I think it was like a random like weeknight or something and it was like raining outside. So I was like, I'm trying to get like, you know, spooky vibes. <laughs> and my sister was like, yeah, watch it. Let me know what you think. So I remember watching it and I just remember being so like uncomfortable, especially during that one scene. You know which one I'm talking about if you've seen it. I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. But I, oh God, I just, I remember like cringing and having to like look away from the screen, but I, this is the thing. Dakota Johnson is one of my guilty pleasures. I think, she, I think she is so damn beautiful. I love her so much. I've watched pretty much all of her films, love them all. I was so happy to see that she was starring in this one, in the remake. And I remember I remember, I don't remember exactly which, which picture, but somebody on my Instagram, I posted a photo on my Instagram and somebody said, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I posted a photo of Dakota Johnson at the in the last scene of Suspiria. You know which one I'm talking about. You know what, what part I'm talking about if you've seen it. And somebody DM'd me and was like, oh my God, I thought that was you. And I'm like, oh, you thought it was Dakota Johnson? I'm so like, I, I don't know guys. I don't know what it is about her. I love her so much. I think that she is an amazing, amazing actress. I think that she killed it in Suspiria. In Suspiria. Like no pun intended, of course. Um, but I loved that. Yes, I have seen the original 1987. 1977 um the original but I don't know there's something about the remake that I really really love and I don't really say that very often I've only ever said that really once and that would have to be Friday the 13th 2009 remake um with Jared Pudlucky um I really think that's the only time but I really 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 did enjoy um this film a lot and the fact that it centers around, like, some badass witches in a coven. Like, what? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you've seen it. Sorry. that It doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Because it's amazing. Um, so, there's also a ton of other witch, you know, films centered around witches and witchcraft. You know, like, Hocus Pocus, which everybody loves. Um, Come Little Children is probably, like, one of my favorite songs ever. Um, I love that Sarah Jessica Parker was the one who's, who, uh who got to sing it. Um, and then of course we have like Rosemary's baby. We have the witches, which is, mm. <laughs> we have the witches, which is a book written by Ronald Dole, which I read when I was in the eighth grade. And that 
And sorry, guys, the recording of my camera decided to turn off. Um, anyway, so I read The Witches by Ronald Dole when I was in eighth grade, and that book scared the crap out of me, especially the scene where they're like in their comments room and they all start taking off like their wigs and their little blah. Like, I just remember reading that part of the book and I was so cringed out. But yes, they did make a movie on it, which I did really like. Um, I still prefer the book. Um, then, of course, there's the Witches of Eastwick. There's Stardust, Into the Woods. There's also more, like, things like, you know, like, um, Bewitch, which is another Nicole Kidman. Um, so there's just a lot of different films out there that capture witchcraft. Now, some of them fail. Some of them do a good job. Uh, personally, I think The Craft did the best, but that's just because I love The Craft so much. Fruise Volk is actually a practicing... Um, Wiccan, I believe, um, from what I can remember. And there's also a really cool fact about that. The store that's in the film, she was helping them run it at, even after the filming, um, wrapped for, uh, the craft. So it is, it was, it's cool to know that she was connected to this film because of the things that she practiced in her daily life. I would be curious to see how, the, you know, the original cast feels about the remake. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> this was just a fun little episode I wanted to do. I just wanted to talk about witches and talk about films um, surrounding witchcraft. Um, if you are listening to this episode and you are practicing uh, Wiccan or a witch in any stage, whether it's beginning the end, let me know because I'd be really curious to, to see how many people... Um, you know, listen to me just talk about this stuff or just talk in general. Um, I'd be curious to see uh, how many of you listeners or you watchers um, actually do practice it. And if you do, let me know because I want to know more about it. I think it's such an interesting part of people's lives that do partake in it. I think that it's pretty much magic. Um, I like to believe that magic is real. Um you know, miracles, of course, things like that. But I'd like to believe there is a dimension out there where people do, you know, it's, it's real. And I know, I know that it sounds kind of weird, but in a way I feel like practicing witches and, you know, in, in, in Wiccans and things like that, like magic is real to them. And I just, I find that so fascinating and so cool. And I want to know, like, tell me how you got into it. Tell me, tell me all the things because I would love to talk to you. I think it's just such a beautiful way to interpret your beliefs into something like candles and, you know, books and journals and things like that. I just, I find it very fascinating. And when I used to live in the city, in the downtown city of the part of Pennsylvania that I live in, um, there was a gypsy store right across from my apartment. And I just remember going in there and talking to the owner and I would just ask him a bunch of questions about witchcraft because I was so interested in it. And I did end up purchasing a book. Hold on, I'll show you guys. The book that I purchased... And if you're watching this, you can see the book. It's called Wicca, A Guide for the Solitary Practitioner. And it's one of the, it's it's actually a pretty famous book. Um, I know that I read it, uh, I read it a couple times. Um, and I just find it so fascinating, so interesting that there are 
people out there that this is what they do. This is what they think. This is what they believe. And I just love it. I think it's so interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know, like I said, I know it was a little bit different, probably a little bit shorter than it normally is, but you know, it's spooky season. Want to do something fun. Want to talk about something that I find very, very interesting. Um, so yeah, guys, make sure that you subscribe to my podcast. And if you're watching this, please like and comment and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Like I said, I put new episodes out of the podcast every other Monday and I put new episode or I put new videos on my YouTube channel every single Wednesday. Make sure you guys are following me on my socials as well for more behind the scene content. And also I am rebranding my Patreon page. So you will have access to exclusive content, which I'm really excited to be sharing with you guys. going to do a lot of videos, a lot of photos, um, that I, you know, haven't released on the platform on Instagram. Um, and also, um, you know, I'm going to be doing streaming and things like that. And also my favorite part is I'm going to be doing one-on-one sessions with you and me. If you, we can talk about anything horror. If you've ever wanted to start a podcast or have any questions about the equipment that I've used, I've gotten a lot of DMS over the years of people asking me these questions. And I think it's really important to be able to talk to you guys about this. So that's why I'm offering this as part of the Patreon package. Like I said, I'll get more, um, I'll, get more into the details as it gets closer, as I start to finish up everything, but definitely going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm very excited to tell you guys about it and make sure you guys are following me on the socials because I do talk about it on there as well, but don't worry. I'm going to be talking about it on the podcast as well. So, and make sure you guys leave me an iTunes review if you're listening, um, on Apple podcasts, because I'm trying to get to like 10 new reviews by the end of the year. So I'm hoping to see your guys' thoughts and opinions on Horror Nights In. And once again, thank you so much for being here. And don't forget to use your voice to vote in the upcoming election because it's super fucking important. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Welcome to Horror Nights In podcast. Scary movies. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Here's John.